Okay. Pull up, black boy, hop out Shout out to my mother and my father, they can pull out MSG sell out, fuck these niggas yap bout Whips on whips, my ancestors got their backs out Two, four, five hundred stacks for the hood Listen man, so you know the infamous uh, KOB that like rappers talk about And hear J. Cole say all this time the Infamous club or whatnot So, Pooh Shiesty, you know that hit record I need no security, I got my own fire in the club or whatever Whatever that whole song turns out to be really true. So this man was performing at KOD with about, let's say, 40 racks in his, in his pockets, all pockets. You know what I mean? So maybe like 10, 10, 10K a pocket, two in the front, two in the back. Man's doing a set. Later on the night, you know, some money starts falling out and shit like that. Obviously, this man's like 40K in his back pocket. And then some person picks it up and, you know, Literally, the rest is history. Don't need security when I got my own fire in the club. Try to get it back in blood, you know. Allegedly, allegedly, try to get the money back in blood, man. And uh, the the rest is history, man. They literally, the police took into account, saw the, the video footage. Um, caught in 4K. I mean, there's nothing else to, to, to really say. He's ultimately going to potentially be facing 20 years. Um. Yeah, man, that, that kind of escalated quickly, bro. Yeah, um, that's that that's a wild story. And yo, you know what's funny? You ever watch like um, Drewski and how he like tries to catch people doing crimes or whatnot? Like he'll be on IG Live. Like, so what do you do, man? You sell weight? You sell weight? What do you do, man? You push that hard? You push yeah. that hard? You how many people you kill, bro? Like, like he'll do that funny stuff. And Drewski's funny as hell. Like, if you if you know him, if you like him, uh, he'll be funny as hell to you. But like, uh, J Cole has talked about it. Drewski has talked about it. These guys be incriminating themselves in their bars, bro. Even Pusha T has talked about it to a certain extent. It's like, yo, how do you how are you gonna go about incriminating yourself in these bars? To the point where you could be facing yeah. prison time, you know. So it's just funny, so man. Yeah. But I guess, I guess it's just like a testament to this man really lives that life. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I guess it's, it's difficult, man. Like people, people don't understand. Like fans love to hear, like you know, real people be about that life, do this type of stuff, and talk about this stuff. But there is no famous and rich gangster who's still doing this stuff in the rap career. You can't name me one rapper who is like on their peak and is still in the streets at the same time. It doesn't happen. You gotta do one without the other. You know what I mean? What about so, like? Uh, what about like? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, because at first I, I thought to myself, I said, you know, Fifty Cent when he had that beef in New York, he made that one song say, you know, I'm gonna get get at you and stuff like that. But outside of that, nothing really incriminating. You kind of just like left it behind. You know what I mean? This man's like, yo, let me go do my thing. Let me just go do what I gotta do. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a lot of the, a lot of artists. You know, Gucci ain't really in the streets like that anymore. Migos ain't really in the streets like that before. Artists and artists and artists. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? About, so it's true. I'm, I'm talking about like the youngins. You know, like the the guys who oh. are still coming up. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it for very far because even the people that we kind of like, you know, who are really good rappers who were about that life for the earlier stages, they kind of left that when they were, when they were getting the, the fames and the, and the accolades. So maybe it was a little bit too early in, in Pooh Shiesty's career for him to kind of make that decision. Going to get a lot of money now, you know, maybe he was acting out when he shouldn't have in that situation. It might have gone to his head. 
But um, yeah, he's gonna have to pay for it now, man. It's it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, this is like a this is like a public service announcement to rappers that are so they're also living that life and they're also trying to pursue music. Um, make a choice, you know, take that choice and and ride with it. Like I feel like I I said this a couple of pods ago, but like rapping isn't the end goal. Like becoming a rapper isn't the end goal, right? For sure. You want to be able to provide like generational wealth, get into businesses, get into brands and all that stuff. And you can't For do sure. that. And you can't do that if you're still banging in the streets. So Right. Jay Z doesn't Jay Z doesn't rap anymore. Rick Ross doesn't have, have to rap anymore. You know what I mean? Nas doesn't have to rap anymore. Those guys don't have to, to rap anymore. That's kinda like the deal, you know, you have to get to a certain place or you know, certain accolades where you know, you can put like rap aside, you know, maybe do like some acting and stuff like that or mm-hmm. or get into uh, into the tech business that we see. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people do, man, like a millionaire <laughs> him for one. This man saw what the what the industry was going to pay him and said, nah, fam, I'm a ride dirty to tech. And, just, you know, just use it as an avenue, man. I wish these artists would use it as a creative avenue to do other things and maybe just like a building bridge, you know, to continue to quote, unquote, link and build. Yeah, industry, industry. Seriously, I hate when people say, "Yo, it's Lincoln Build, yo, Lincoln Build." Man, I um, funny you talk about Lincoln Build. Like we, so so I I'm I guess this is a a good time to do it. But like I've a uh, little bit of news, quote unquote. But obviously, I'm I'm gonna be an insider uh, for Spotify's Green Room. Uh, gonna be doing a bunch of like different shows and whatnot on there. Um, and it's just funny because we see they they officially did like the soft launch. And there's a bunch of clubhouse people migrating over onto the app. <laughs> and the clubhouse people, I'm, I, I ain't gonna hold you. They are, they are some of the most pompous, arrogant, horrible, not horrible is the wrong word to say, but they are very pompous. They're very arrogant. They're very stuck up. For sure. Um, and it's just, everything sure. just sounds like I'm, you know, you're networking with them. And, uh, you know, it's it's just impossible to get any thoughts through. You know what I mean? They're always just like, yeah, you know, I was at this Fortune 500 company yesterday making $7 billion a year. And they, it's like, bro, it is not that serious, okay? It is not that yeah. serious. You don't need to be talking about yourself like that every single minute of the day. I, yeah. I promise you. If there's, it kind of it kind of made me think about the whole thing, bro, of how much people get on the internet and lie. Like just in general, like how many people just come on the internet and they straight up lie. You remember when we were making music and we'd go through like hundreds of different publicists, not like we, like we'd, we'd be searching through like hundreds of different publicists, hundreds of different PR companies, uh, different like marketing companies, social media managers, all that stuff, just to see who the hell was legit. Like who was real, you know, we'd be searching for hours just to find someone that was like authentic. Other than it, it, it wouldn't be some guy that was like chilling in his. I love, mom's I love how you run into your bar voice, authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, it's just it's crazy to me because like we did that stuff when we were going through music. Obviously, For now sure. now I see it on the opposite end too. But it's just funny to me how many people get on the internet and just straight up lie. <laughs> For sure, just lie. For sure, man. There's a, there's this homie I'm not gonna say any names but there's this guy on there that that like says he's like a BT producer BT man BT this and all that stuff and it's like bro are you are you serious like I I don't I don't think you are <laughs> otherwise yeah, be, yeah otherwise you wouldn't be on this app 24 hours of the day 
You know right? what I mean? Other, other, otherwise, you wouldn't be having a 24-hour... You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I'm, that's, no, yeah, you're right. That's the whole gripe with, with uh, Clubhouse before, man. It's like, yo, like I know you're not an A&R for this person or for this place. Because you can't be on this app 24-7. You don't work for this company, for this label, for this company. Like, It's not true, man. It's, it's not true. Um, I tried our green room for a bit because I got, got the Android version of it. It's, it's cool. It's cool. I think when people from from Clubhouse uh, kind of like continue to migrate over and like meet the the people from like locker room because like people in the locker room is like a very like nice community. People like respect each other to to a certain degree or like have some sort of like you know some sort of respect instead of wilding out. But like when you bring like Clubhouse people over, it's a little bit different. I remember you were telling me some of the issues you had when you created your own room, but then you brought some Clubhouse people over and they were being like a little bit you know a little vulgar and stuff like that. It's like whoa 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 man. It's not a scout place, man. It's not yeah. time. You don't act out. You don't do all these things, man. You know, just we're here for the conversation and the good time, the camaraderie, you know, the the commentary on TV shows and movies, not for you to come here and say, like, yo, this and that, yeah, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, like, at the end of the day, like, I, I get it. Like, things will clash and whatnot, but it's just, for me, I love the app. I love Spotify Green Room. It's it's awesome. <laughs> and it's it's so... Uh, it, it has a lot of opportunity to grow into something way bigger, and I'm excited for that. I just think some That's of the some of the irons, the kinks in the irons that they gotta iron out, quote unquote, whatever the saying is, they gotta you know they gotta sort that out. But it is what for it is. sure. I'm sure like, they will, man. As more versions come and stuff like that, I mean, like hey, like I'm pretty sure they're working on versions every uh, every updates like monthly, at least that. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. Uh, I always at least give the updates anyway, so I know. It seems like they're improving the kinks and, and the bugs and, and the stuff with uh, the user interface and stuff like that. So I see, I saw a little bit of changes to the user interface. I liked it. So, I mean, if they make some more stuff like that, then, yeah, yeah I think it'd be really good. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Really dope, man. Oh. So uh, can we go back in, into a little bit of a time machine? Okay. Do you remember just, like, chilling in in in, in my basement me, you, and, and Coop, J. Cole, man, just listening to, like, Triple X playing playing Fortnite, mm-hmm. Henny on deck, all of that, trying to get first place. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem, like, so far ago, like, so long ago? Not really, no. To me, it seems, like, oh, so long <laughs> ago, man. It, it seems but like it's also because... Ago. And and I think you can attest to this, like, you, you, uh, you, you somehow... You sometimes like to live in the past. You know that. Pardon? You sometimes like to live in the past. You know that. Not necessarily. Well, I mean, if it doesn't, if it seems long ago to me, wouldn't that kind of be the opposite? If I'm living in the past, wouldn't it be like, oh, like it was like really just like yesterday? I think it's the, at least I see it as it would be the opposite. Anyways, I brought it up to say though, just the whole triple X three year anniversary passing and stuff like that. And that's just being downstairs, listening to his music, kind of yeah, consuming it. I remember, it, that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's kind of just like sad, just like having to, you know, cause anniversary coming up with him being murdered and stuff like that. It's just the, uh, a little bit uneasing, so yeah, maybe I, I do enjoy living in the past, man. But sometimes the past can be better than than the present, you know. And um, if you only have to look forward to the future, that can be good. But reminiscing can also help build the building blocks for the future. So I guess that's how I see it as. For sure, I see that. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts about it? I remember exactly the moment um, when we found out because we were actually listening to Moonlight. Um, we were listening to Triple X, and we were listening and we were playing Fortnite. And I got the notification on my phone that that had happened. And we didn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. 
it was it was impossible to even understand. We're like, well, how how that doesn't make sense, you know? And I think in a lot of ways that's what happened with Pop Smoke. I think in a lot of ways that's what happened with Mac Miller. And uh, we talk about but how how what do you mean by how like I draw the parallel for me for between Mac Miller, Pop Smoke, and just and the shock, just the shock, triple X. Just the shock, just the shock factor, just the shock factor, not not processing it, not believing it. Um, because like w- when I first heard the Mac Miller news, were were you not shocked? Were you not shocked that 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 had happened? I was. I I didn't believe it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I I think the same thing applied to Pop Smoke. I I think to a certain extent the same thing applied to Triple X. I didn't believe it at all. You know, uh, I, and I know at the time, um, there was a lot of criticism around Triple X. Uh, he was slowly starting to turn his image around. He'd released his debut album, obviously. And it, he was slowly trying to figure things out. You know, he was he was trying to make a better name for himself. And you could see that he was moving towards the right direction artistry-wise. Um, and for him to, to, you know, get gunned down trying to buy a BMW, it's uh, it's it's an awful feeling. Uh, it's It's a hard feeling to think of. And to think we're three years from that, Feels like we've had to go through a lot over those three years. Feels like it was a really long time ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, um, I guess you are right. It does feel like it was a long time ago, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, it's it's weird how these type of situations really put you back into a perspective of of what life means. All right, man. Let's um, let's um, uh, let's add on a maybe less depressing or sad sad note. Um, well, actually. It's kind of also sad and depressing in a in a in a way it's in, in itself. Have you seen the double XL freshman list for this year? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I was all right. Who who did you, you like on that list? Who do who you, who you listen to on that list? Uh, Forty Two Doug is dope. I like Forty Two yeah. Doug. Uh, I like DDG. I actually was just listening to DDG's album today. Moonwalking in Calabas is a dope song. Shout out Blueface. That's a really dope song. Um. Maury, I think Maury is his name. I just added, I just added his. Yeah, Moray. I'm sorry, but he's a he's a Fayetteville, North Carolina guy, um, singer. He's really really dope. All Black and Blast are also really cool too. So I mess with those guys. Those are cool. I I, I thought it was a decent list. I don't know if if any of these guys are going to be like popping off like that. You're probably right. It is one of the weaker classes, but if you go back and look at history, every every XXL freshman class, like there's like five or six guys who just like pop off. And then there's five or six guys who just disappear into the disappear into the abyss. I don't know. I don't know who that's going to be, but it seems like uh, this. Yeah. This list isn't the best. I'll I'll be real with you. The list isn't the best, but at the same time, it's like like 2020. Yeah. This list is not like 2020 looks like 2020 does some serious numbers compared compared to this year's list. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe, but who knows, man? Maybe like, yeah, you know, maybe one of these guys yeah. pops off now, right? This is like the freshman list, but I don't know. No, you know, yeah, you got um Coilerae on uh, on Toronto's own Press's uh, remix of, of Attachments, so you know, yep. you never know, man. She's uh those two are seem to be a, a new power couple. Yep, yep, that's true. People are sick on them, the the J J and Bay of the city. All right, that's it, man. <laughs> All right, I think we should wrap here. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, but um, good people on this list, man. Like uh, Tusi, I listened to uh, Push Icy. Um, yeah, we talked about him earlier. I don't know what's really gonna happen with him and the Double XL cover now. 
all of that. But uh, still make good music. Yeah, man. To be honest, I only know Ian Dior as like I thought he was like a fashion person and stuff like that. Um, excited for DDG, man. It's really good to see like you know people who start off as like a YouTuber and then kind of like change his like stratosphere and and what he wants to do with his career and kind of like move past that because you know a lot of people on YouTube try to do the rapping thing and like the the you know shock value meme rap or the distract the other YouTubers. He's like literally try to do it properly and go like the route where you deal with like the actual industry and. He killed all of his features, man. The Blueface feature, <clears throat> that Blueface actually rap on beat. So, um, I know Moonwalking Calabasas didn't chart as heavy as the, as, as the heavy hitters, but it still did pretty pretty well. So, uh, kudos are to him for about, getting that are last. About, are you talking about Ian Dior or DDG? Sorry, DDG. I moved oh, on quickly yeah. from Ian Dior because I said I didn't know. I, I said that. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think he's a fashion person. To me, yeah. he could be working for Dior. I, I'll I'll say oh. one thing about Ian Dior. I think I think his production is probably the dopest out of all of them. Like he 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 has pretty cool production, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I was listening to "Die for Respect" by DDG, and I've actually been listening to it a lot recently. I I I really like the album. Mm-hmm. Like I really like that. Moonwalking and Calabasas is dope. Uh, I think "Die for Respect" was it with uh, with Lil Baby? Uh, let me double check this. With hold on, hold on. Let me double check this. Uh, oh no, rule rule number one with Lil Yachty. That's what it was. That is a dope song. That is a dope song as well. So I I like I like the project to be honest with you. And if DDG can consistently put out projects like that, um, I think the sky is also the limit, bro. For sure. Scott's definitely the limit, man, for him, him and his future. And you know he has the fans by him because he got voted in for that last and final 10th spot. So yeah. shout out to him, man. Definitely, definitely well-deserved. Representing Pontiac, Michigan. You already know what it is. You know, you know, people from, <laughs> you know, people from Michigan, uh, they call themselves the Mitten. The what? The Mitt? The Mitten. No, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So if you put your right hand up. I thought it was just OJ. Shut up. So if you put your right hand up, right? He loves telling me to shut up on pods, man. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's just a what joke. Are you saying? Continue. Uh, so if you put your right hand up, right? It supposedly sure. it supposedly looks like the state of Michigan. So that's why they call themselves the mitten. And then if depending on where you are in the mitten, like like someone I know is from the thumb, someone I know is from the palm, someone is from the index, it's just yeah, so they call themselves the men. Okay, um, useful information, I guess. Um, who were these people from again? You're saying uh, Michigan, Detroit. What? Where are these mitten people from again? DDG is from Pontiac, Michigan. Oh, that's just asking. I'm like, yeah, where are these people from again? Yeah, DDG's from Pontiac, Michigan. But no, when you said, oh, I know said, he's from, from from Pontiac, Michigan. I know his his alias and stuff like that. I didn't know he's that's where Michigan or Pontiac was even a place. I thought you kind of make some reference to the car of some part. But uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I just thought you think it was cool. They call themselves the Mitten. <laughs> nice man. Um, you hear about Logic? Yeah, coming out of retirement again, eh? What do you, you think know, about that? I think it's cool, man. It's cool. Um. No, I'm not even gonna front, man. People, he wants sympathy, man. Like, and he's not gonna get it. Like, artists retire and come out of retirement like every single day, and mm-hmm. he's another example of it. It's so hard for artists to 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 retire because they don't have to. They don't want to. It's not like a, it's a luxury where they're basketball players and they can only play so long until their their knee blows out, or they're not as fast as a person who's the same age as a child. 
like unfortunately for rappers they have a luxury and certain artists to keep on going forever and ever mm-hmm. you know so that's why i won't say like i don't see them really really rapping he said he was gonna go home and retire from rapping to take care of his kids and be with his family so i just assumed that he just hired like the best nanny possible because now he's coming out of retirement so hey. yeah i the thing with rappers is like and, and exactly what you said bro like you're 100 percent right they don't need to retire and them retiring is really just telling their fans that they're taking a break from music um because if you remember how many times jay-z has retired or how many times we thought kanye's retired or et cetera, et cetera, i could keep going on and on rappers don't retire they they just they just go into the distance come back does that mean asap rocky is retired do you think asap rocky is technically retired because we haven't heard music oh uh, probably while? because the last project i'm not sure even let's we'll pretend that it even come out or whatever the lucy's that he gave we'll just allow that to slide um yeah i don't know i think he's probably retired he's been retired longer than most retired rappers said they're going to be retired for so mm-hmm. uh yeah which is weird for him to retire at his level and at, and his, at his age. Yeah, I agree. But at these, at the same time, it's like these guys can. I, th- I think the goal is to retire. I think the goal is to go to do something else. Like Logic obviously has. Uh, he had the idea of you know doing a a show and and whatnot. And if you think of like Lil Dicky, uh, Dave season two actually recent recently came out. But like, if you if you think about Lil Dicky, like he's also thinking of you know moving on and doing stuff into acting and creating shows obviously tyler the creator did that a little bit i think the goal sure. is to, i like i think the goal is to move on from that you know i think the goal is to expand and get to a point where you can <clears throat> rapping um but apparently for logic it's not enough he wants to come back into rapping and i don't mind it hopefully we find a more authentic logic one that doesn't uh, sound like other rappers and maybe give us something a little bit more authentic to him. Mixtape logic is the best logic. I hope we get that. Yeah. Like, if you can give me, like, some mixtape logic, uh, maybe some Bobby Tarantino's, uh, one of those, like, you know what I mean? Some more songs, like, Flexecution. I'll be down for, but, like, I don't know. Outside of that, like, it'd be cool, but you're not really going to get any sympathy from me and uh, a lot of huge ear-, ear fan base considering that way. What do you mean by sympathy? But, uh, it seems like he seems like he wants he wants sympathy, saying like, "Yo, I, want, I need a break from from the limelight." Not a break from the limelight, but he wants to take a step back to be with family. Mm-hmm. And then, how quickly does he not want to be with family now and go back to the limelight? Like his reasons seem invalid. Like you just had a kid; your kid's not. It hasn't been three years. Your kid's still a newborn. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you change your mind so fast. Family's now not as important to you well, as going to limelight. That's what I'm saying. You probably have the best nanny possible if that's the situation. Well, let me yeah. ask you a question. This ain't looking good around Father's Day. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, well, let me let me ask you but a question me... then. Have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever like dropped something, like stopped doing something, and then realized that you missed doing that thing? Yeah, all the time, man. Music, and um, that's why it's starting to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Spend so much time, like on the business side uh, of doing music, ever since now. You know. Over there, shout out to Spin Up, by the way. You know, we're working, working with those guys over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really appreciate you know just being on that side, you know, and actually kind of being quote unquote under division of some some popular label. Once I got into that position, it kind of felt like I wasn't making any type of music and no no therapeutical therapeutical whatever the therapeutic output that was coming out. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely know <laughs> what that feels like, man. Yeah. Speaking for his hand. I guess I mean 
maybe then that way you can kind of relate to logic, right? Like I, I know I can relate to logic of something that like, you know, you step away from yeah. and you're like, uh, I kind of missed that. I kind of missed doing that. Let me go back to that. I also don't have a family and kids though. You know what I mean? I also don't have a newborn. <laughs> you know I mean, it's different for me because like, I only have to really look out for like me and maybe my family and significant other right now, but like, I don't have any, like, there's no like younger generation for me. So I don't know. It, it might be a little bit different. So, but then you, you make a good point though. It always slugs on your heartstrings to come back to. I just, I, I just love and like, appreciate. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we like dehumanize celebrities and, and athletes and whatnot. Yeah. Forget, forget that like they're also human. So they make mistakes and then they, they have regrets and then they want to go back to what they were. So like, it's a part of what he's trying to do in his life, you know? And if he has a passion for it, if he has a love for it, then why not? Okay. I, I can respect that, man. If the, if the if the art comes back and and it's really good, then I'll support it. You know what I mean. I'm not like one of those people who hate Logic. I listened to Logic for quite a few times, man. For sure. Huge fan of his mixtape series, but I mean, the passion's there. Hey, the music's good. People over people don't even care about the rest. Of the majority of the time, if the music's good, if the art if the artwork is good as well too. So, if he does that, then hey, everything's gonna be copacetic. Mhm. Speaking of people who deserve, you know, you know, several chances and you know allowing to come back, you know, Boosie lost his IG quite several times, and now he's got it back, lost it, got it back, lost it. But um, he told Mark Zuckerberg he'd be helping the black community if he reactivated his Instagram account. So let's just see what our little Boosie has to say to Mark Zuckerberg about how him reactivating his Instagram account is going to be super beneficial to the black community. I'm one of the few people who put, put put them in somewhat in my world. You know, I bring right. a smile to people when they down. Just my by me being me. You know, and and and, and people pe and, and in that pandemic, even before the pandemic, people are counting on that to help them get through the day. You know, so uh you know Zuck need to give me my page back, you know. Zuck need to give my page back. I, I, you know, I, I really appreciate it, and that will really show that you know the person he is if he was to give me my thing, my my stuff back. Cause you not only not doing it for me and helping me out, you doing it for the black community. Not only the black community, the Boosie community, and that's white, Chinese, Mexican, um, Portuguese. Listen, man, as soon as I saw that Vlad TV thing in the background, you already know I was, I'm not taking that seriously. You know I'm not taking that seriously. And on top of that, um, can you can you remind me by any chance, just for real quick, just just real quick, why did he get his Instagram taken down? Um, From, from the one time, I come, it happens so frequently, man. I, I forget sometimes, but Boozy was like, you know, post some not sufficient for work. <laughs> IG lives uh, during the pandemic, you know what I mean? He lost it a couple times, so um, I don't think he's learned his lesson, but um, he does provide good co quality content. Like, it's funny. I'd tell Boosie, if I could see him or meet him, I'd be like, yo, stop going on Vlad because Vlad's kind of using you because he knows that you're going to get numbers, clicks, and engagement, and people love to tune into Boosie, so it's probably better to start your own like YouTube channel or whatever. 
you know, like life of Boosie or Boosie's life and just do your own thing instead of going to Vlad and giving him all these numbers, man. Because he's hilarious, bro. This man said the black community, the Boosie community. Mm -hmm. And then just started naming all of the, all the delegates and, and, and races inside of the Boosie community. You can't make this stuff up, man. Boosie is literally... He's a naturally funny person, man. So, I, I mean, don't waste your engagement going on Vlad. We're just going to use it against you, man, in the later, in the later was, times. Vlad was absolutely going to use it against him. Um, I mean, if it wasn't a serious offense, if it wasn't anything crazy, I think Zuck, Zuck, because <laughs> he called him Zuck, Zuck should put, bring his Instagram back. But, I mean, if it's something crazy, I'm sorry, Lil Boosie. You should probably switch over to TikTok or something. Lil Boosie would be funny on TikTok. I don't know if he's on TikTok. I don't know. I don't, I'm not on TikTok like that, but he'd be funny as hell on there. Okay. okay. Are you going to purchase Will Smith's uh, very first book ever? Uh, what's it about? He's doing an autobiography, and it's called, guess what? Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's called Will. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! This man, Listen. this man could have picked from so many different puns. The fr <laughs> the, so so many different things he could have taken, and he just picked Ooh. Will. You know, I always feel like celebrities always go with the plain generic uh, things for their autobiographies, like understanding, sure. understanding Pamela. <laughs> suffering uh, from success suffering from <laughs> success the mark zuckerberg story uh, whatever uh, oh yeah that's always a good one the blank fill in name story here yeah <laughs> the <Phoebe> dobson story <laughs> now we get will man it's, well, like, it looks good man you were kind of right though the book will follow his um, upbringing in philadelphia through his breakout show the fresh prince of bel-air and uh, even more recent work that he did, like he's gonna talk about um, Hitch, it being such a success, and um, Ali as well too. And like the whole, I guess it's gonna include like the process of like his workout regimen, like how he got ready for that type of role, like all of that, I guess. So, I mean, it might be good for like, maybe actors and stuff like that and actresses and people who wanna see Will's power and, and his will to actually do these type of things, man. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna come up from the oh. book. Listen, I'm being super nice oh. to Will. That's a double entendre. Will. Like, having the will to do something. Mm, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, I like that. I kind of like that. He stole it from the son, though. He definitely stole it from Jaden, because that was his bar in the Karate Kid when he was 12, bro. Wow. Well, he was raised by the power of will. I know, bro. Will's probably just laughing, doing his laugh. I'm <laughs> just writing it down as the title of his book, bro. He ain't slick. Free Willie ain't. Big Willie ain't that slick. You know bro. what's funny, though? Like, Will, Will Smith is big on Will. Like, he is big on, like, persevering. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Like, if you no. see his Instagram and whatnot, like, he is big on that. He is big on, um, you know, having a mindset. For and sure. I think from that aspect, I would actually be interested to read the book. You've sold me on it, man. I would, I really? would read the, I would read the Will Smith book. 
I'm glad you opened mine because at the beginning you received a close mind, but now you're like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna give it a listen, but it it's might be life. worth a shot. It's the life of a Gemini, man. We switch our opinions <laughs> every day. Oh my god, I can't, I can't stand people who live and die by the stars and the astronomy and all these things, man. Those people get me mad, yo. No, you're not an asshole be, because you're a Gemini. You're an asshole because you're an asshole, <laughs> not because the stars align that way, man. But um. With this whole Will Smith thing, man, I'm going to ask you a quick question. People are being a little bit nice, and he must have to have some sort of big will to have, you know, his his wife, Jada, continue <laughs> to do these things, man. Mm-hmm. Like, anniversary of Tupac, she's bringing new content, never before seen poems, bro. I don't know how. I'm going to be honest feel. with you, that, that, that poem look handwritten. That poem looked like <laughs> that, that poem looked sh- like she the wrote ink, it yesterday. Wasn't dry the ink wasn't dry yet. She wrote that shit yesterday, bro. There's no way. There's absolutely no way she wrote that shit yesterday. Nope. Um, I would not be able to be in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith personally. Yeah, I understand that Will Smith can because at the end of the day, he is Will Smith, <laughs> and he has Will, and he has Will. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to. Can I ask you a question? And maybe this is this is kind of off topic. Do you think you could ever be in an open sure. relationship? No. Even no. if the person was what if what if the person was like what if you were dating like a a millionaire athlete or millionaire celebrity or millionaire artist or millionaire actress? Nah. No. No, nah, this is not not for me. It's like a certain level of respect. You know what I mean? I feel like that wasn't really for me i've been raised a different way but like i don't know i feel like if you're gonna go down that way might as well be a one of one not a one of many <laughs> sure so i don't know <laughs> like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deal with a mental headache <laughs> from you and you go out and lollygag and have fun and do all this thing. like fine now nah. well like I'm you can, come back you to can do that. it too you can do it too that's true that's true but i mean i, I guess uh, i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be in an open relationship or an entanglement like to be honest, I've never seen Future, or I've never seen um, Jada Pinkett Smith in the same room. So are they the same person? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. I'm just okay. saying. Is it another okay. no conspiracy theory? I haven't seen them in the same room together. I gotta say though. I'm saying. I gotta say though. It's uh, Will has a lot of willpower for for being able to be in a relationship with with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. What is that called? You'd be damned if you will, damned if you don't. Damned if if you will, damned if you wilt. All right, man. Okay. I know it's Father's Day, but these these dad jokes be be kicking in, man. (laughs) (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Cal. I'm not answering that. Wow, dude, why you gotta just steal this dude? This dude's boo, okay, yeah, boo poor sportsmanship. Gotta, listen, ladies, you, you get an out for that, man. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be creative with your dad jokes, man. How many times have we heard them? Nah, they're they're, they're dad jokes. You're not supposed to be creative, man. Listen, people that, know I come in here and I, I support your fugazi, like the people on Clubhouse who pretend they're A and R's twenty four seven with your with your <laughs> jokes and stuff like that. But you couldn't even let me. Let I'm me shocked. The, I'm shocked you said that. I'm shocked you said dad jokes aren't supposed to be creative. I feel like dad jokes are the most creative. Okay. What? Yeah, dad jokes <laughs> are awesome, man. Let me pull up a dad joke for you right now. You want me to pull up a dad joke for you right now? I got you, man. Sure. I got you. Hold on uh, one second. All right, I got you. 
Um, I'm afraid for the calendar. Why? Because it's been a couple months or something like that? Because its days are numbered. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Okay. Okay. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Just in case they get a hole in one. Yeah, that's right. Bam! Like you know what I mean? Creates you know. Move on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you another. That 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 is creative though. Okay. What 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 do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? I have no idea, man. They're both parasites. Holy. They're both parasites. Ah, that was, that was a good one. That was, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. How, oh, this is that a Will a Smith one. one. This is a Will Smith one. How do you know? Oh, Will, nice. How do you know Will Smith in the snow? How do you know Will Smith in the snow? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, sorry. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? How? You follow the Fresh Prince. What do you what do you call uh, you know I'm I'm not gonna participate in this I am not gonna stoop down to your level okay <laughs> because at least I did something to your jokes I couldn't even get a response to my joke but um have let's let's, of, let's talk okay have, one more no you have more okay one have more heard, right. have you heard about the chocolate record player no it sounds pretty sweet. <sighs> I know. And I don't know why some people are so like off put or like they hate dad jokes. I think they're amazing. I think they're like the, the best thing about humanity, to be honest with you. <laughs> this dude's captain is so hard. This dude <laughs> not I, like yo, the best I thing about humanity. I'm, I'm not even the joking. most creative jokes. I'm not even kidding. Frat dad jokes are amazing. Like the puns, they're so funny, man. The puns are the best. I love puns. I don't know how people hate puns. I I, I don't I'm understand. A punk fan myself, you know what I mean. Probably one of the greatest rappers uh, of his generation. There you go. I like that. That was funny. That was funny. Cool. cool. <laughs> one for two. One for two. The spot of the jokes, man. Fifty percent from the line, man. Fifty percent from the line. I can't say that for a lot of people in the playoffs. Um, I want to ask you, man. We smoking on that uh, Nets pack this morning, or what happened, bro, last night? Yeah, that was crazy, man. That was that was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a great game. Shout out to the Bucks for actually prevailing for finally exercising their demons to get to that point. Um, I don't think, honestly, I don't think we could blame the Nets. They got hurt. Kyrie was out. James Harden was dealing with hamstring stuff. Kevin Durant couldn't do it all alone, alone against that team, man. But he he damn sure tried. That shot at the end was incredible. And and yeah. funny story about that shot. His foot was on the line for the three-pointer, right? If it was a three-pointer, that game would have been over. Um, his foot was on the line. And the funny part was uh, someone released an article saying that Kevin Durant actually wears a size shoe up wow. in basketball. So, so if, he, if he wore his regular size shoe while playing basketball, that game would have been over. Wow. It's always the little things. It is. No, no Denzel Washington. And my other boy over there. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch that movie, by the way. That movie is sick. 
Really? I um, swear you were the one who told me it was trash. No, man. It was really, it was a really good movie, man. It was a really good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay. It, had, it has its, uh, it had, it had its peaks, but um, yeah, man, dude, it, it was. Yesterday was great. Out watching different things. Um, we watched Wrath of Man in the movie that in the morning, that new Guy Ritchie film. Crazy, crazy good. Definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. And then we started off by watching like uh, football during the day, and then we were watching Formula One racing, and then boom, straight into the night, you have the UFC card, the UFC Vegas. Great card, by the way. Korean Zombie, shout out to him, man, for the yeah, main card. He did his fight. real thing, man. That was a great, great fight. A lot of knockouts in the first round. I love it when UFC events are nice and early at 7 instead of 10, mm-hmm. and people are getting knocked out because 9 o'clock comes around, and it's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it was a perfect segue. As soon as UFC was finished, it was like the second half of the, of the, of the ball game, and I got to catch a second half, and it was just perfect, man. So Saturday was one of those days where it kind of felt like now it's summertime. I'm getting all these different types of sports. <laughs> I get to go back out and, like, chill, chill with the guys. Like, it was nice, man. It was nice. That's awesome, man. That's incredible. Um, that sounds like a fun day. I got the chance to go play basketball yesterday for the first time in forever. Um, nice. How was that? My body hurts a lot. My jumper, they, they treated me like Ben Simmons out there with my jumper. It was disgusting. Um, Damn. But, but yeah, it was it was all right. I, I got a little bit of a workout, and it was so hot, though, man. I felt like I could boil an egg on my forehead if I tried to. You played outside, bro? That's wild. Yeah, it was hot, man. It was hot as hell. Uh, five on five or four? Half court, full court? Yeah, I think it was just half court. Just half court. Um, yeah, just twos and threes and whatnot. Nothing more than, like, three people, but... Yeah, it was it was good. It was fun. It was I, I got tired, got a little bit of workout in, uh, came back, hung out for a little bit with with the good old doggo, and then watched the watched the game and called it a day, man. That was fun. Uh, I in terms of what I'm watching, uh, I've uh, recently started watching. Well, like I haven't recently, but I'm just banging my way through Superstore. Obviously, Loki is the show that I've been watching. Uh, and, and that's really, that's really it in terms of like what I've been watching. I, I haven't watched any new movies recently, although I'll probably get into that this week. Uh, Loki has been awesome, bro. Loki has been absolutely yeah. awesome. I think it's the best Marvel t- TV show. Um, there spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But I think, um, I think the TVA is actually in the quantum realm. And I think really, yeah, I think the TVA is in the quantum realm because remember when Owen Wilson's like, oh, I don't know, time passes a little bit differently here. And I think yeah. I think uh, Ant-Man is, is going to be included. He's not going to be included into this somehow, but somehow, some way, they're going to figure out a way to connect the two because obviously Ant-Man in, is known for being in the quantum realm and whatnot. So. Yeah. Honestly, man, I'm really excited to see the more of the show. Like I said on the last last week, I said like, dude, the pilot was probably like the best I've seen from the recent um, Disney releases. So like that was definitely on my alley. Have you watched episode and two? I mean, yeah, watch episode two, man. It was great. It was great. Um, if, if anything, I think we we're on the phone. And I told you about episode two. Is that you're like doing something? I'm like, oh, I'm I'm dumb. I've been working on my exams all day just to treat myself to watch episode two. I think this is the last time we had this. We were talking on the phone. Uh, but yeah, I watched it. It was really really good, man. Along with a lot of other stuff I've been watching, um, finished what well, I finished Lupin, finished mm-hmm. that, binged that in a day, um, and I gotta watch this um, Netflix show or whatever it was, Sweetheart, Sweet House, Sweet Tooth. 
but I'm waiting for you to also watch Warrior. So when, when that comes up, then we'll we'll, we'll 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 switch and we'll trade, and we'll go from there. Okay. Okay, I like that idea, man. I like that idea. Yeah, man. So just before we go, just a quick shout out to all the fathers out there, non-listeners and listeners. If you're a dad out there, you know, kudos to you, man. Have a brewski or a drink on us today. You know, watch some great games that are going on today. Basketball, footy, if you watch a little bit of Formula 1 racing, all of that. Kick back, hopefully get to relax and uh, enjoy one today. Absolutely, man. Couldn't say it better myself. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you so much for, uh, for, for being out there for your kids, man. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Awesome. Until next time, it's a boy's no good podcast. We'll see you soon. Bitch, I really got it out the mud, climbing up the ranks. When they see me outside, I'm a high roller. I've been on a global jet, but nigga, I fly so. And I got the Gucci splattered all on the knickknacks. 50 racks, I'm about to break off like a Kit Kat. And a purse got S, like the wheels on the back. I just fucked off a million, but I still got a sack. Shorty know that I'm the realest, she know I be speaking facts. She know that I'm the same nigga that was pushing cat. She know I got the game, but I'm never gonna give it back. Every time that we fuck, I gotta run it back. Late at night, it's me and I'm... Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on.